Day buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for how you can eat. A weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck, and each week we take a brand new release and we let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I gotta make a special shout out to some of our socials. I realize that I do it at the very end, and I want to kind of start putting it at the top so that. In case you are uh, wanting to, you know, follow us right away, um, we are at How You Can Eat. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and you can email us howyoucaneat at gmail.com. Just if you want to send us any stuff, uh, just so because you know, I feel like sometimes it gets lost. Sometimes people forget to email us, but um, it's at the top now as well. Just to you know, I'll mix it up just to have your listening experience vary here and there, but. I got a special episode today. It's been a while since we have had this subunit come back. I know you've you've been eating a lot of canned um, meat products. You know uh, a lot of um, tocino, low sodium, um, teriyaki. But no, it's time for you know better. You know it's it's time for a meat with a little bit more iron in it. You know something. Um, Something more high class, if you will, and that, of course, is none other than the subunit steak. And with my co- other co-leader, Stephen, how are you doing? Welcome back, sir. We are now steak once again. Yeah, it's been a while. I am good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Um, I'm continuing this journey of fatherhood, yeah. learning day by day what Hejin's, uh mannerisms are he's he's kind of got a pattern going on so we can kind of predict we kind of revolve our lives nat and i's um around his so Mm. um but still being cute as ever still tired i i do get a good sleep i I don't necessarily call it good sleep but i get a good chunk at a time Mm. poor nat because she has to nurse has to be awake like every three hours or so but I get a solid five hours straight. It's kind of nice. That's nice. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. But, um, how, yeah, I know. Um, I, I'm excited to keep talking. As he grows up, I'll, I'll share more fun stuff. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I, will, I will say that he is getting cuter and cuter every single day. It's weird. He, like, watching a baby's face change oh my every, gosh yeah every single time like it's so weird like i, I have no idea what he's gonna look like yeah um, there's a lot of babies like newborns sometimes they just look like old men when they're born. old men yeah. or aliens or aliens and then like goblins yeah. but no like now and i looked at each other we were like this is a cute baby <laughs> like you can't go downhill right like you can only go up right <laughs> so we'll see We'll see. Yeah. Um, how about you? What, how are you doing? Is anything new in your life? Oh, man. Uh, not really. Um, I 
acquired more records this weekend. Uh, oh, wonderful. Yeah, there was another little record fair, and I stopped on over and picked up some uh, some records by artists I, I know, uh, but I haven't listened to those albums, so I'm excited. Uh, tip, yeah, these are all like Japanese records, because that's all it. I'm trying to get, or just Asian records in general. Uh, yeah. Everything else... Even if I really love the album, I can just leave it there. But these <laughs> harder to find ones, uh, I, I try to look for. So, so a lot of these albums, I feel like, are shrink wrapped or they like resealed or something like that, right? So, are you kind of just um, look at the draw, or do you know what you're you're buying, or, or, or have some of them been kind of like, oh, that's that looks jazzy, that looks Japanese, I'll buy it. Because I I know the singers, I they're yeah, the ones yeah, yeah. who I'll typically go with uh i did get a couple i have no idea who they are but the year was like on the back it was like 1983 or 1982 so i was like this is oh, probably they, good mean, yeah yeah um well, you, safe bet safe bet. Yeah. yeah there's a japanese girl group from like uh, that i got they're called sugar and uh the album's from like 1983 i think and uh perfect it I hadn't heard a single song of theirs before, but I I enjoyed it, and that record was five dollars. So I think oh, it was yeah. a good I mean, good purchase. Um, I'm I, I'm trying to like you know, as I'm doing this fatherhood thing, I'm you know, uh, Holly Kinney you know provides me really with a really great creative outlet, but sometimes I want to do more, um, or I always want to do more, uh, and so. I've been thinking, like, uh, I've been watching a lot of Japanese vlogs, like people going to Japan, sometimes people in Japan, um, just them shopping or, you know, whatever. Um, but there's this one YouTube channel I follow, um, Sam and Victor. They're based out of Hong Kong. They're both from Toronto, but they now live in Hong Kong. Shout out to them. I've been watching a lot of their videos. It's been great. They, they're like the perfect background. Sometimes I pay attention, but they always, they, they, since they're in Hong Kong, they can like jump to um, Tokyo or wherever else in Japan really quickly. So they're, they love their jazz. They love Ooh. Japanese music, mm. just jazz in general. And so they're always going to record stores. And I think about you every single time because I'm like, I, if I went to one of those stores, I'd be flipping through like, okay, where's the, Japanese city pop, jazz, you know, whatever. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that, that's what you, you, you rifling through records reminded me of that. And I can't, I, I'm looking forward to doing that. They got a Christmas Nat King Cole album. Okay. Um, for like five, I don't know what the conversion is, whatever $5 in yen is. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Cause the yen is so weak right now. Oh really? Now's a good time oh, to go to Japan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like 150 instead of 100. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. So now's yeah. a good time to go to Japan okay. if you uh, if you're from the US. Oh. Um, but that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So are you saying you're are you kind of collecting more so you can kind of lug them around um, and play them, or you just want to have them for yeah, your collection? Yeah, it is to find things that I can play on uh, the show or on my radio show. So wonderful. Yeah. But wonderful. It's the only. It's really hard to find Asian records outside of Japanese records. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I guess that's what's in demand. Uh, yeah. And there you find you can find like Japanese pressings of 
like non Japanese artists, and I guess that vinyl is higher quality or something.、Uh, it also、yeah. looks cooler because they have the OB <laughs> or the, the little label on the side, and that always、yeah. looks cool. That's cool. Yeah. All right. But I don't buy those <laughs> for the, like, the well, Western artists, at least. Yeah. Well, that actually is a great segue because、um, I wanted to、um, kind of include, since it's a subunit episode, we're not going to, I mean, we're going to talk about an album, of course. But I want to, you know, mix things up. I want to,、um, you know, add some variety again, like I was saying,、um, and do a little mini interview.、Um, so, Steven and I actually have、um, called this person and allow, and they, Happily agreed to、uh, do like a very quick five, ten minute interview. Kind of,、um, you know, I just want to give them a little platform to, to, to kind of, you know, talk about their project and talk about what,、um, you know, what's next and, you know, what, what you can look forward to and, you know, just a you know, little plug just to give them、uh, the spotlight. So,、um, Stephen, we actually have、um, on the line, we have. Uh, DJ Tenta Rib、um, on there.、Uh, we, got, we got, hold on, we got Tenta Rib. We got Tenta. We got Tenta. <laughs> I know. We got, we got him. He,、uh, listeners, if you don't know, he is the DJ host, whatever you want to call him, of Extended Family, which is a bi weekly online radio, whatever you want to call it, DJ. Um, hour? Is it an hour or two hours? I forget. Two, two hours. Two hour、uh, show put on Maker Park Radio in Staten Island.、Um, basically, if you love Asian jazz, city pop, 80s music, if you will, 70s? Is there some 70s in 70s, there as well? Is it,、uh, 80s. 70s? Basically, 80s and under? Are you doing 90s? No, I'll go up to today, all the way up. Okay, a- any, any, it doesn't matter. As long as you kind of fit that vibe, Tenta Rib will play it. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Tenta Rib. Steven,、um, if you、wow. can,、uh, take, a, take a little backseat. If you can give Tenta the yeah, microphone yeah, real quick, sure, we will、uh, we'll mm-hmm. have a quick interview. Okay. Tenta、okay. Rib, it is an honor to have you on the show.、Uh, we've been looking forward to this Hall You Can Eat and, and Extended Fam collab for quite some time. I, I wanted to kind of just give you, throw you some questions.、Um, you know, if you want to introduce yourself, kind of,、um, um, you know, explain to the people why you wanted to start this radio show in the first place. Oh, well, hello, Chuck. It's great to. Finally, talk to you、uh, about this show.、Um, I, it's an honor to be here.、Uh. It's a, the pleasure is all mine because、uh, I've, I've been wanting it. It's been hard to get you on the show, but、yeah. I'm really happy our, our schedules aligned. Our,、um, Our agents were able to work something、yeah. out. So,、um, you were on, you, you, I, I know this is not normally, you're in a much grander stage.、Um, so, it's really nice for you to take the time to、uh, talk to、uh, just a lowly little K pop podcast. But, you know,、oh. a lot of what we get to talk about. In this show is very city pop influenced.、Uh, I mean, straight up like almost carbon copies, you know, taking the exact same、uh, formations. And,、uh, and not to say Extend Fam is 
strictly city pop, but I, I feel like if you say city pop to somebody who knows what city pop is, they would have a really good understanding of what your show is all about. Um, so back to the question, why did you want to? Why did you want to do this in the first place? Yeah, I was listening to some city pop like last year, probably around this time, and then I was just wondering. Like what other music was being made at the same time outside of Japan? <laughs> like because uh, every country must have been making something, and I think people know people from those countries or like of those heritages must know those the music from that time. Um, but I had no idea. And I especially wanted to learn more about Filipino music, like the older OPM. Um, so because yeah, for me, OPM is like Philippines city pop. I feel like, like, especially a lot of the seventies stuff. I don't know too many eighties. Um, but yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Like, of course they're, uh, there's other countries who are influenced by the same type of music, yeah, right? It's not just Japan. No. Um, but, yeah, I am just... I was, like, really just surprised at what I was finding. Just kind of, like, doing these initial, like, searches. Just on Spotify, I would just type in country, city pop, and people would put together playlists uh, <laughs> of just songs from those countries. And then um, it's kind of just become more like I'd go on discogs to look at uh, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. different artists and then just try to find those albums somewhere to listen to. Um, and then I'm compiling all the songs I like uh, and then uh, finding a way to share them. So I, yeah, it's, I, I've kind of tried to limit how much Japanese city pop I'm playing um, to highlight yeah, the other countries. Yeah. Uh, and if I do the, play some, I, I'm i trying to do like, like an unknown the kind one. Of, yeah, maybe slightly deeper cuts, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to play Stay With Me at some point because yeah. oh, how I can mean, I not? Yeah. I, I would be happy if you just played that for two hours. No, In Plastic Love. Yeah. Um, oh, Plastic Heart? Plastic Love. Love, yeah. Love, yeah. Um, okay, wonderful. So... I I will say it, it must be kind of fun to kind of do these like deep dives because I feel like a lot of what you end up having to do is more investigative or, you know, you kind of go down these rabbit holes, I feel like, where you, um, where you do get to learn more about a certain country's, you know, evolution with music and everything. So um, what... In I I know you just I mean you've been doing this for a while so but it, it, it essentially is it's in its infancy infancy so um, in your research what what has been like the most surprising thing for you oh um hmm. I think one of the surprising things is finding um, I mentioned I would want to find like older Filipino artists mm-hmm. but. What I wasn't expecting to find were like Filipino singers based in other countries, or like uh, oh, because, like singing in yeah, Tagalog like, or, or no, singing, singing that in language. another language. Gotcha. Uh, oh, okay, okay, like, that's really surprising. In, in Hong Kong, I, I found yeah. the number of singers uh, 
who <laughs> sing in Cantonese and in English, and also some in Japanese. I think because I guess those that are the original idols. Was like yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was curious about like this cult exchange. Some of them, some of the singers were from the Philippines, but some of them were just like from Hong Kong, but they're Filipino. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought that was very surprising. Um, a lot of a lot of songs or a lot of singers sing <laughs> had at some point sang a song in Japanese, and it's it's very interesting. <laughs> I mean, maybe I, I mean yes. When you say city pop, uh, I'm gonna keep saying city pop just for our listeners out there to kind of understand the type of music we're talking about, the general music we're talking about, but. Um, yeah, I, I feel like in general we associate city pop as Japanese '80s, you know, jazzy um, pop. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't think of the exact genres to really explain city pop, but um, it's not like it's for me. It's not different. It's just Japan's way of doing it, and so I, I, it, it's surprising. It would be surprising, but also maybe not surprising that, you know, other countries, you know, have listened to other um, genres of music, not just their own um, cultural sound. But I, 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 I'm curious, maybe, maybe we'll, have, we'll have you back another time. I'm curious to kind of figure out, like, what country has been the most surprising mm. to you as far as, like, oh, I didn't realize... They had such a huge discography of. Oh, it's of like, it's got to be Indonesia, and shout out to yeah, all of our okay. Indonesian listeners. Indonesia, <laughs> but um, my but oh yeah. my god, there there's so much good music, um, and I think there's a lot that's not on any streaming platform uh, that I would love to just like go out and find. But I mean, right now, just on Spotify, there's a ton of amazing uh like i would say it's pretty close to just being city pop but um some of it is very like very disco-y a lot yeah i think some is even jazzier than the city pop like the popular city pop um but i i feel like that is one of my that's one of my favorite playlists because i organize the songs by country so that one is one yeah. of my favorites but also the korean one i've been finding a lot of stuff that i was surprised by um especially <laughs> late 70s i was gonna say because for me my my knowledge of korean music is like they were super traditional until the 90s when they like straight up um adapted everyone's style yeah um, and but i'd be so yeah yeah I can maybe mention. I'll I'll mention a singer uh, when we talk okay. about this album uh, later. Perfect. <laughs> um, okay, one final uh, question: What are you uh, looking forward to with Extended Fam? Um, what, what, uh, what, what, what do us listeners? I mean, uh, you don't have to like look into the crystal ball or anything like that. But what are your hopes and dreams? I guess for the show. Um, I would like to do, uh, for my regular show, I would love to do an all vinyl 
set at yeah. some point. Um, well, you're you're amassing the uh, collection. Yeah, so. uh, it, but it, it's gonna be hard to get any other countries. <laughs> um, you're gonna need yeah. You're gonna need like a a Honda Element to yeah. lug all those records around. Um, so. But yeah, I, I wanted. I would also just love to take the the show to other spaces. Um, maybe find a venue. Just where, I, if I'm not like DJing, I just can play the song somewhere. Um, I would. Yeah, I, I'm sure you have already, but like it'd be great to see you connect to with other DJs who are probably doing the who who are probably spinning the exact same type of music, and then you can have like a whole night where everyone just spins. Yeah, or they, you can feature them on the show and everything. Some guest DJs. I did get so, a like, business card for a uh, a um, a bar that just it's called Beer Wax in Brooklyn, and it's like a Ooh. beer bar where they have a DJ just play vinyl all night and uh, i mean isn't there that japanese restaurant that plays like jazz uh i think it's like the underground japanese oh, jazz bar uh that, yeah that they, there's one that one's like i've only i've seen live jazz there but there's a oh, number of okay. other japanese inspired listening bars that yeah, have opened yeah, yeah. up now mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i haven't gone to any yet but uh <laughs> there's a there's a bar in my neighborhood that plays that's all like mandarin and cantopop so i might yeah hit them up to let okay. me uh, <laughs> play some records there too but yeah i would love to just uh do this outside of just my regular show um yeah yeah i would love that i would love to see that for you so um why don't you uh plug plug your show for our listeners just in case i mean i'm sure i'm sure steven has talked at length about you already so um it'd be great to hear from the actual host of extended fam yeah, basically so. um everything where we can find you where we can follow you all that stuff yeah the the show is the last thursday of every month uh no show in november because it was on thanksgiving but uh <laughs> you can find me or yes you can find me on instagram at extended fam radio uh there's a link tree in the bio that has all the past live streams and spotify playlists of the songs i play um and if the song isn't on spotify or youtube then i just put the title there so maybe you can find it somewhere else um but yeah my next show is in two weeks on the 21st and i've been trying to find some christmas music that i can play i was gonna say are you doing um... (laughs) you and some of these songs it will be a surprise where you'll suddenly hear santa claus but it's just a (laughs) disco tune um but yeah that should be a fun one um so i'm working on putting together uh the mood and the the songs i want to play so look out for that so last thursday that would be like the three days before well, it is four well, days I guess before it's christmas every or is that the next week four weeks but it's it started on like the last thursday of a month and uh so every four weeks from there so um this Perfect. one will be okay. yeah on the 21st so not perfect okay just in time yeah just in time if you're doing your you know uh christmas parties christmas um givings i don't know what you call it. <laughs> friends christmas, christmas i guess friends. i don't know <laughs> friends taking <Friendmas>. yeah 
um, make sure to uh, stream. What time uh, can we catch the, right. the live stream? Uh, it is at 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern time. I usually get there at like 6.30, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'll try to be early uh, for Perfect. this next one. All right. Well, yeah. thank you, Tensa, for uh, taking the time um, to to chat with How You Can Eat. We really enjoy your show, and um, uh, we, we're going to have you back next time for sure. Um, all right, so if you could give the mic to Stephen, um, you can let yourself uh, you can let yourself out, um, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks again. All right, thank you for having me, and I'll hand the mic back. <laughs> Steven, you missed quite possibly the greatest interview we've ever had on the show. So um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think I think it was okay. That was a really long bathroom break, um, but you didn't miss much. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah it's I, glad to, we're, we're, we're happy to have you back um, so we can get oh my the actual show on the road. Yeah, I know. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, I but yeah. needed every second in the bathroom. <laughs> Um, did you have a, are you lactose intolerant? Did you have any milk or anything like that? I guess I if you, you are lactose intolerant am, and you had milk, it would be a short trip. I am actually lactose hypertolerant. <laughs> <laughs> I can't you're lactose um, accepting or yeah. you're la- lactose, uh, yeah, uh, inclusive. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, well, uh, Let's get back to K-pop, shall we? Um, right. We we of course are going to talk about a wonderful album that may be in another language, also. But uh, before we do that, we have to show some love to the other dishes that were served this week in a segment we like to call Stephen's Specials of the Week. So, Stephen, take it away. All right, thank you. Uh, glad to be talking again. Um, <laughs> We have, yes, it is Steven's specials of the week. And more than ever, I got what you want. I got what you need. Uh, Starting on Monday, we have uh, two singles. First up is a pre-release single from NMIX. It's called Sonyar or Breaker. And this is a pre-release ahead of their upcoming album, which will be released in January. And I'm not even going to say the name of the album, uh, but it's chemistry related. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> the credits on this song include The Hub, or a lot of songwriters from The Hub, LSY, Never Know, Bok Joo Young, and Oh Hyun Son of La 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 Studio. So that's and mix. Uh, another single from Monday. It's a solo debut from the singer Won, and it's called "Even If It's a Lie" featuring Do Hwan. Um, so both of these singers, both Won and Do Hwan, they're former members of the group Cipher, and they left oh. this group at the same time uh, as. Uh, other members Tan and Tag so Cypher is currently a three member group um, but this song is written by One and Neon uh, yeah that's all I really have to say but good luck to One uh, and and Dohan and all the other former members of Cypher uh, the rest are stuck 
at Rain Music, I think. That's still their label. So let's see what happens. But good luck to you, Juan. Um, moving on to Wednesday, I think this will be uh, a pretty... I haven't listened to it, but I am very excited to. It is an album, a full-length album from Zion T. It's called uh. Zip. And there are three <laughs> title tracks. Stranger, V, Peace, featuring Akmu, and Unlove. This is Zion T's first album in five years. And mm-hmm. there are ten tracks uh, in addition to the Akmu feature there are features from Benny Benak III, a jazz trumpeter, uh, Yoon Sok Chol, and the song Unlove, one of the three, three singles, was produced by Hon, um, the English duo. Uh, so I was reading an interview about this, and Zion T said he's trying to rebrand with this album, um, and also found out that the MV for Stranger stars the actor Tremin Shik, from Old Boy, which we've brought up a few times recently. <laughs> the lead, like the it's lead. It's like once an episode. Yeah. Now. Uh. Um, and then the song with Akmu, V piece, is in the Shibuya K genre. Um, so, Ooh. yeah, I'm going to listen to this uh, just as soon as we hop off. Uh, and then um, I am predicting that this will be. Uh, Alan Mark's album of the year. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Calling it, it right yeah, now. Calling it now. No, second, not a second of a have I listened to, but <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. Um, anyway, moving on to Thursday. Another album I didn't really know about, but this one is from Hayes. It's called Last Winter. A mini album and well you brought up a zion t yeah and I know. Album? oh it was the best, <laughs> best special good week yeah um the uh the title track on this one is also called stranger featuring 10 cm or i guess 10 centimeters um but this is Hayes's <laughs> eighth mini album and there are eight tracks uh other features on the album are big naughty and chan uh and I just hope it's a it's a cozy album that uh, it's called Last Winter, so I, I feels like it's seasonal, but we'll see. Um, and then another winter release. It's on Friday. Uh, it's a single from XG. It's called Winter Without You, and they said it's a winter themed R and B song. I'm expecting oh, a new classic from uh, mm-hmm. on our hands from XG, um, and I, I'm just waiting for the World Two announcement. I think once that drops, I, I will just snap up whatever tickets I can get. Um, I'm, I'm 100% gonna go for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be carrying my. I'll, I'll buy VIP tickets so I can just hang out. I'll be like those parents with their kids with the like the gun range earmuffs and everything like that. So yeah, but yeah, those Wonderful. have been my specials of the week. All right, thanks, Stephen. Well, we uh, we had that interview with Tenta um, at the jump, so kind of you know push things back. So I think this would probably be a good time to take a break. And uh, when we come back, we'll do the rundown and talk about some of the songs on this week's release. So stick around. We'll see you on the B side. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome back to the B-Side. We are finally going to get to talk about the release that we decided to cover this week. Um, in our next segment, uh, and so since we don't have Alan Mark, I'm going to do my very best. I didn't prep anything. I literally have a Wikipedia page and a kpop.fandom.com page up for this artist, but um, we are going to... I forget how many runs, but I'm going to try my best. We are going to... Uh, do the run, 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 rundown? Is that how many runs? I think runs? that's right. Yeah. No, perfect. Okay, good. That's Alan Mark's uh, trademark. So um, I, think that's I hope, right. Alan Mark, if you're listening to this, uh, I, did, I did you uh, justice. So uh, we are going to do the rundown for the artist Yukika, um, who, if you don't know, is a Japanese singer who went to Korea, was a part of a lot of Korean groups, all sorts, became a soloist, did all a bunch of things. So we're going to do a really quick rundown of her career um, and explain why we are covering her and her album, um, her most recent album. So um, let's jump to, like, Let's jump back to 2006, 2012. She was doing a lot of uh, Nico Moko um, modeling work uh, for the uh, teen magazine Nicola. But then in 2007, she became an idol teen within the duo Chaco and Mini with former AKB48 member Masayuma Kayano. Um, so they would release two sing singles before they actually disbanded in 2008. Um, and so um, until then, she was just a voice actress and all that stuff. But it was really in 2016 when we kind of got a taste of her in the K-pop realm. Because she actually passed the audition uh, for the recruitment of the Project Girl Group, Real Girls Project, in 2016, and became one of the main members. And so she made her debut with that group in August 25th, 2016, with their debut digital single, Dreaming. Um, did you, uh, are you familiar with Real Girls Project, Stephen? I have heard of it, but I don't remember <laughs> anything. That's fair because it was very short lived. Um, very short lived. I think at the time I was listening to TT um, yeah. uh, a lot, so probably uh, kind of fell out of my radar. But um, it, it's a shame because that that uh, that um, that project actually disbanded in 2018. So it wasn't it wasn't really long lived. Does it um, say who was in it, or were you going to get to that? Or, I was going to okay. get to that. Yes. So um, there were a lot of members. <laughs> so you have, um, let's see, you have, oh boy, so many. You have Youngju, rapper, Haseo, main rapper, subbook. I'm not going to go through it. You had Jane, you had Mint, oh. you had Jisoo, you had Yoon, Yukika. Sori, Suji, and Jiwon. Um, yeah. 
that that's okay. a lot of members. Yeah. Hmm. Yes, and um, I'm trying. I trying to remember where a lot of them ended up, but I don't remember off the top of my head. So yeah. I'm not going to go that down that hole. Okay. So, like I said, 2018 disbandment. So instead of you know trying to find a new group, decided to go the solo route in 2019, and basically ever since then has been coming out with singles, EPs, albums all that kind of stuff. Her first digital single was on February 22nd, 2019 with the uh, single Neon. Um, her first comeback was in July 9th of that year, Cherry's Jubilees. Um, then on December 7th, an, uh, a teaser for an upcoming full album was released and on July 1st, 2020, you had to wait like basically six months. It was confirmed that the album would actually be released sometime that month. Then um, the pre-release single title for that album yesterday was released on July 8th. And then <laughs> I don't know if that album came out because on November 30th, 2020, it was announced that she actually left the entertainment, the music group estimate entertainment after the termination of her contract um, and then it was also announced that same day that she had been signed with ubuntu entertainment a new company that was created by her former manager okay 2021 february 22nd came came back with her first mini album with the uh, album title time about um, and then a single on September 15th, Loving You, was released. Then we jumped to 2022. Um, she released a digital single, Scent, on June 23rd. And then on December 5th, something with December, mm -hmm. she announced that she had left Ubuntu Entertainment oh. as her contract expired on November 30th. So with the tug of war push and pull, um, of all of this basically juggling of music companies and all that stuff. On November 17th of 2023, it was announced um, that she would release a remake album, Time Lapse, on December 1st. And so then later that same day, she revealed through her personal Instagram that Time Lapse will mark her final music release. And she will henceforth be retiring from her 15-plus-year-long career as an idol and singer. And that is the album we will be covering today, Time Lapse. Now, Steven, I don't think we need to go through our experience with Yukika. Um, let's just jump right into the album. There's a reason why I called up our boy, Tenta Rib, <laughs> um, to talk about Extended Family, because... This album that we're going to be covering on this episode is very much tailored to Steven and I and Tenta. Um, you know, I don't... Have we ever got a actual definitive answer from Alan Mark towards his, you know... Like, how much does Alan Mark love City Pop? Because I, I know for sure you and oh. I love City Pop. I never, you know, because he's enjoyed it, but he's yeah. never said like, oh, it's City Pop. I love City I... Pop. No, he's like, I love Moody. It's like, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think he's like, 
as much of a fan as we are. I, would you Would you agree? I hmm, I feel that sounds right, but I don't know for sure. It's not that he hates yeah. it for sure. He uh, loves City Pop, obviously. But, but I, he, I he's think not. this year is when I actually really got into it. I feel like I have been on record on this show as saying like. There were songs I like. I didn't really care for City Pop that much, but <laughs> but now it's yeah. I it's all I listen to. Automatic, lo- yeah. yeah, automatic, yeah. Um, so I think for me, I did not know I was listening to City Pop until mm-hmm. like within the past four, five, or four years. But I'd always like if you you, you know me, listeners, Stephen, you know me as well. I very much jive with synth. Disco, funk, groove, and then anything else in that same vein. And so City Pop, for me, instant classic. I just love anything Japanese. And I, don't, I wouldn't say it's jazz. Maybe there's some jazz here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I, I think it's safe to say that you and I love, 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 love City Pop, yeah. for sure. And so it was um, very great that this album came out just in time for our subunit to uh to uh, cover it because this is basically going to be a gush fest for um this album i feel i i i don't want to assume your thoughts but um these are some great remakes to say the least and some great songs to remake uh for sure and so let's just dive right into it um I want to start off with the intro because I think the intro and the outro, correct me if I'm wrong, those are originals, right? I think those, those are, are originals, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I I didn't recognize it if they were remakes, but they certainly sound like they could have been an older song uh, or like they could have taken the chord progression or the song, but I'm pretty sure they're just original intros. And so... I want to I want to really like briefly talk about how you know Yukika decided to you know you know take some time for herself do some other stuff you know quit music altogether it seems like what are your thoughts on this being her last album like this type of music do you think it's 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 sort of um I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure because, like, I wasn't expecting this album like to sound the way it sounded. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I yeah. Uh, because she was always she's always been a city poppy type singer, yeah. right? And yeah, that's so. all I associate with her musically. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know too much too many of her songs other than like Neon and Soul Lady and Cherry's right. Jubilee. Um, so I just think of her as the, like a, a modern city pop singer or a singer who whose style is heavily city pop influenced. Yeah. Um, but this album, like, I was excited when I heard that it was a remakes album. Um, but then when I heard that it was like her last album, uh, I was then... I was like that. Okay, that's that's all right. Um, but it kind of, I guess, it's a nice way to cap her career in in both Japan and Korea. Like she's singing, she's singing Korean songs, but then she's also mm-hmm. singing songs originally in Japanese in yeah. Korean. 
Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe it would have been cool if she did just the swaps, just straight swaps, yeah. like for both Japanese but, for the yeah. Korean songs and Korean for the oh, Japanese songs. But maybe songs. she couldn't release that in Korea. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, I think maybe we'll get the J- the the J-pop version. Maybe. Wait, actually, yeah. she could. Uh, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I guess it's it's just like that's just what her career in Korea has been um, kind of associated with this older sound uh, so I I kind of expected it to sound this way um, and I mean given okay. the source material I right. didn't know what else they would do it's, it's just so funny because I did not realize it was a remake album until I started hearing some Japanese city pop and I was like wait why do I like this song so much? Oh, that's why. Um, it, it, it didn't hit me until Telephone Number came on. And I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> and then I looked back. I was like, oh, these are all remakes. Because, like, um, uh, let's just, you know what? I, I kind of want to, um, I'll, I'll say the track list real quick mm-hmm. um, so that everyone knows. So track number one intro is called How to Love. Has, you know, uh, okay, I won't go too deep into it, but right away it starts off letting you know like oh we're going back like we're we're taking you back like this is gonna sound very familiar to you and so we go with track number two i want to be closer that's a korean um right mm-hmm. yeah am that's, I, am I correct? that's korean a korean um original um and then you have remember summer days which is very much the exact same title as um Ak- Henri, uh, I, I, uh, I, I really yeah. should have this out, but um, and then we have a bit more. So that's kind of, I mean, I don't know too much about. I'll just call it Korean city pop, um, but a bit more is not the actual Korean title, no. or you know the translation, right? Is it the, the original title is Jom Jom Do, but I don't know. I, I think that's probably what it translates to, or a good okay. title is a bit more. So. Gotcha. Okay. And then, of course, telephone number, track number five, and then track number six, um, which is an original outro night in memories. Okay. So let's, how do you want to tackle this? Do you want to go track by track or do you kind of want to just, you know, talk about some of your favorite, um, you know, I mean, cause these are, yeah. these are very familiar, um, but at the same time they kind of flip their arrangements or not flip but they add more or they do it in a different way yeah um and so i think how about let's say let's let's say for the the japanese city pop we'll save that for the end i kind of want to start off with the the korean song or Mm -hmm. you know like the originally korean sure um city pop do you know did you know these songs prior to i don't know these songs i may have heard uh i want to be closer to you uh at some point because i know the singer nami and Mm. i would love to i want everyone to go listen to one of these albums that she has uh with these (laughs) italian like this italian disco band it's nami and franco (laughs) romano and it's it's an amazing album. I think it has one of the best uh, just moments in music history on their cover of YMCA. 
it's it's the best <laughs> okay. it's the best thing um but yeah i i know the singer i just i probably haven't heard the song many times I like Nami, yeah. So, what I love about what Yukika and the, the the crew did was they took that original Korean song and they kind of, they just, you know, dialed it up a little bit BPM-wise. And they kind of made it, because I, I think, if I, if I recall, the original was a little bit slower and like more of like a ballad it type of... It feels slower, yeah. Yeah, um, but this one, um, very smart to make it the the lead because it's 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 just a lot of fun. It, it just sounds more playful and younger, if you will, because it. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure it's, a, it's it's obviously a love song, but it it feels a little bit more. I don't know, innocent, youthful. Taking a, a listen to it, did sound like it was created at well, in the '90s, the early '90s, and everything like that. Yeah. But, but this one, it's almost like she took it back to the '80s in a way. I, I don't know how to. That that was my sensation because there's a lot more like do 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 like you know like very yeah. a, lot, a lot more instruments being added not, on top of the BPM switch. Um, and it just it seems more fun. Uh, what, what did what did yeah. what did you think about the the, the remake? I definitely um, think it's it's more energetic. Um, yeah. and it it feels like there's more happening. I don't know if it really does, but it somehow like it's 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 got more just pep in it. And uh, right, exactly. One of the big differences is they don't have the saxophone in the new oh, one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I think the guitar solo, I, I love the miss. guitar solo in this one. Uh, the, the sax does it in the original, but I think it sounds better here. Yeah. Uh, or it at least fits with it in this version. I think it fits in the earlier, in the original, but, I like the way the guitar solo sounds here. Oh, obviously, I'm just gonna like anything that's a guitar solo, but um, I think they they are similar solos, but I think it just sounds better on the guitar. Um, <laughs> I mean, coming off of uh, Taeyeon's album, like, I know. I'm, I'm in like a, a I'm in a guitar kind of mood, and like this one for sure has like that um, that wonderful riffing or like. Especially like when it kind of have its like solo moment, like after the choruses and everything like that. Um, you're right. I, I think, I think smartly they went with the guitar for this one. So, um, 
but yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I, I mean, I think that's what's so great about this album is that it's not just a remake. It's like almost like a re- remaster, if you will. Not the, there are remaster tracks, but I guess remake would be a, a good way to say it. it. It's almost like they got the DNA, got the same chord progressions and everything, but it's it's like let me do my spin on it, and I think that was the correct approach for this album because all these songs are great on its own already um and so to kind of to trick me at at the beginning to be like wait a minute these wait i i think i know this song what, what's going on like mm-hmm. that was that was the smart thing to do it's it's i i, I thought they, they it must have been so much fun to kind of just go back to the source material and just have a lot of fun with it like how can we make this sound like me, you know? Yeah, and I'm glad it sounds very modern. Like, I I don't know what you can do to make it sound old, but it just feels like it's a modern production. Um, Right. But just with that kind of older sensibility, I guess. uh, Yeah, it's probably uh, the the audio quality also. You can tell when, like, a song sounds like it was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so that that's the that's the the title track. Um I'm going to jump around to track number 4. Um for for her it's titled a bit more, but the Jang uh, Pilsun song is entitled or the translation is gradually. Oh yeah, more. I'm gradually. looking at it right now. What did you think about this uh, this flip? This one, I mean, I also didn't know the original song, but uh, I have seen this singer's name come up in my uh, in my research. So, I I I was really glad to be introduced to these two songs or the the, the Korean ones um, because I have more stuff to like listen to now, um, but. I really like again the just the, like the modern feel of these uh these songs um like on it if I just heard it on its own I would have enjoyed it a lot but the way I was listening to this was just to listen to <laughs> Yukikas and then the original and like that's how I was listening to it so there this one I think I don't know it doesn't stray too far from the original and all of these are I would say pretty close I would say it almost it's, it's almost like they flipped it to not oh. sound it sounds more Japanese city pop to me Especially with that synth, I don't think that synth is so heavy 
um, in the original, if I recall. Oh wait, like yeah, the yeah. Because in the original, it's like a, a horn. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so and so when I hear that synth, I I immediately think like that's Japan. That's that's Japanese city pop. Like that's staple. And so like, I will say I really like this version. Like, I. I don't want to say I hate the originals, but it's almost like it gave me a new look. Like, it, it, I can see the source material, but then I always favor the newer version because I think the way the way this song starts, it's 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 almost like um, it's it's, it's a dream, it's a dreamy piano synth. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm imagining a Sailor Moon episode, maybe. Um, I don't know. Just, just yeah. or I'm, I'm imagining um, you're at the karaoke bar, and then like, this song would come out with like the weird um, '90s. You don't know which country you're in. You're like, am I in Asia or am I in Eastern Europe? Europe, you know. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I I do prefer the remake to the to the original in this case uh, as well. So, um, I, but I, I, I yeah. do like. I, I, I do like what you're saying about the modern sensibilities. Like it's just, it, it's like we're, we're we were not only listening to a remake, but again a remaster where it's like everything was cleaned up and like it's just right, you know, redone, like reperformed, if you will. And I think, well, I I'm looking at just the lengths of these two songs on on Spotify at least. They're almost a, Yuki Kaze is a minute shorter almost. So I feel like yeah. maybe they took out. I I didn't carefully uh listen to it to figure out what they emitted because it's not a tempo thing um but it i think i might like yukika's version a little more too i think she kind of matches how the song was performed like the vocal delivery but like i think the sound of the vocals is i prefer listening to it like louder i guess uh it's still subtle in how she sings but um maybe it's just again that modern production value yeah that we are very (laughs) used to um and i guess i have listened to some older things a lot this year but uh i don't know something just feels we gotta we gotta do what the beatles did with uh with um with john's um recording and then they feed it through ai to clean it up and everything like that strip out the um anyway (laughs) yeah okay but i have to say on the old one there i do like the sound of the drums on it this like just how it sounds a lot like cheesier yeah (laughs) but i I really like that sound it just feels so like of the time and and it's just you can look it, it, it's like it's that nostalgia for a thing you didn't really know yeah. growing up but uh th- i i still appreciate how the old one sounds um <laughs> but, all right so yeah. I'll, I'll let you decide where we ju- jump to uh we're gonna go now to the uh japanese city pop tracks um and then we'll end with the intro and outro kind of like we can talk about how those original city pop songs sound sure. to you. I, I, I would say again, because you're really good friends with Tenta, um, 
that you are probably the biggest City Pop listener out of the three of us. So um, just like how we always do a Red Velvet, Red Velvet episode and we have Alan Mark say the last word, I want to I wanna save... I, I definitely want to hear your opinion with this sure. with this album, like where it ranks, um, yeah. not only for Yukika but just in your city pop um, discography. So, um, but yeah, I'll let you decide. Are we going telephone number or are we going to go remember summer days? I think we should go remember summer days first. Okay, let's just start there. So. Um, I'll I'll let you. Why don't you intro who who originally sang yeah. it? I'll, I'll say it originally came out in 1983. But yeah. who who sang this song? The original originally? was by Anne, and it was on her album Timely. One of the city pop classic albums. It's just a staple. Like it's, you, it's, it's, it's so good. top five. I feel like it's yeah. it's really an incredible album. Um, I have a little a brief story. When I, I was in Tokyo this year uh, during my trip oh, that's right. to the yeah, Philippines yeah. Uh, and Japan, we took that little side trip. We were in Golden Guy with uh, with my brother and his girlfriend. We went around. One of the bars we went to was it was actually empty, <laughs> and we were the only ones who went in. I mean, that's but, the best. Um, yeah, his, the bartender was playing music, uh, and then he put on a record, and then it just it just turned out to be timely. I actually didn't know it at the time, um, but then he handed me the the record. I, I want to try to find it, but I have a photo of me holding the album. An and, actual cop. Oh, yeah. man. And I have a, my co-worker is going to Japan over the holidays, and I'm going to ask if she can find me a copy if it's cheaper, and, uh, and she'll buy it, and she can buy it for me. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try to find the picture, but it's, yeah, it's a classic album. I consider it one of my favorites, too. Um, it features a lot of great songs, like... A lot of good songs about summer. I think Anri is like the summer queen of city pop, if, if such a <laughs> title matters. Um, okay, so so we jump to uh, Yukika's version, and it almost starts off. It's a, it starts off very like modern in the sense that it's got that modern um, uh, like jazz funk. R&B type of track with the the um the very like quick almost staccato like uh synths being fired and it it's it kind of threw me off and that's why I didn't catch it at the first but with the moment you could goes na 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 I was like wait Wait, what is this song called? Oh, duh. <laughs> um, and so, this is one of those instances where I don't know if I like the new version better than the original because the the 
Henri's version starts off with that bass, that that like yeah, um, and the the little guitar riffs. Yeah, like, bum, bum, the, ori- bum, the original bum, it's a bum, lot bum, funkier. Yeah, the yeah, way it starts. exactly. And that's also what I love about the originals that you hear these instruments like these real instruments and uh it it adds like this i don't know it's this great element when you're just listening to so much modern k-pop all the time just yeah. hearing these these songs and the bass is such a prominent feature of that album and of the the time like it it's hard to compare it uh if you're not playing a similar like funk bass um but i have to say then i love the way the new one starts, it sounds like a, a song I would just normally listen to, like a cooler yeah. kind of R&B version. But then it's not quite that in the song. Yeah. It's still Remember Summer Days. Um, it, it does jump very quickly into what I consider pretty much an elevated version of the original. Like the the Like you were saying, the original, you can really pick out there's nowhere for the instruments to hide. It's like you got to play these correctly because you're gonna hear you're gonna hear every single thing. But I think with modern sensibilities, we'll we'll, is what we'll coin it for today. Um, there's a lot of like layering that happens, and with that, you can kind of and that's why like these songs require multiple listens because then you listen to something different every single time. Um, and this one, I kind of get that sense. I I can remember. I can hear the guitar part i can hear some of the horn parts um but but i would say like this sounds bigger like a bigger version of the original and um in that way i really love it it because it 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 was weird it it was like this is not the song i remember and then it became the song i remembered um um as if like a live band was performing it and that's what they were recording um and so um Hard to beat a classic it, like yeah, with, with a song like this. But um, I, I think I think ultimately did a really great job of doing her own version. Yeah, it's sure. a tall task or tall <laughs> yeah. order to when you when you're trying to do a classic like this. But um, again, another thing I even though I listened to them like back to back, original and Yukika, I still also wanted to just try to listen to the Yukika version like as a song on its own but like Mm -hmm. it it was hard not to compare it Um, but I feel like one of my initial thoughts was like it doesn't quite match the kind of exuberance of the original but then going back and forth I was like you know I think she does a Yukika does a good job and like the they keep that horn part in the chorus that i think is very it's like a a key feature of the the song unlike the the sax for the the first korean song and then like the horns that they don't do as much as in the other korean song i feel like they kept the horns in there because it was so uh vital to the original um that i think like it does come close to bringing that same feeling um or, or like at least building that same mood as what they wanted to do in the original 
Um, yeah. Um, okay, so then that leaves us with the the final remake, Telephone Number, um, by Junko Ohash, oh, Ohashi. Ohashi, yeah. Ohashi, yeah. Mm. Um, and, and let me look it up real quick. And this came out in 1981. Okay, same kind of question. Hard to beat. This is another one of those. It's in my rotation for sure. Like this Tokai Plastic Love. Um, what else is on there? I don't know. God, there's so many. I I, I don't know the. Th- those are those four are like. I will always play those four. And if anyone's like, "Hey, can you play some City Pop?" Those will just be back to back. I'm just gonna play all four, and then I'll figure out what else to play outside of that. Maybe I'll play. Maybe I'll play Stay with Me. Yeah, um, yeah. as well. Stay with me. Na, 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 na. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll play that. Yeah. Okay, there's too many. Okay, sorry. But telephone number. Um, I love this song. It's hard. It's gonna be hard. It would be hard to beat the song for me. Um, I I kind of love the way how old it sounds, um, like the the especially the part in the chorus where it's like five six seven eight nine. You know that part. Uh, obviously, you know that part, Stephen. But yeah. listeners, if you know that part, like that part, very hard to beat. Um, so what did you think about Yukika's remake of Telephone Number? Yeah, I mean, I also liked it a lot just because it's the song Telephone Number. Um, <laughs> but first, also, I did say this last week, too, in the specials. But, uh, yeah, Junko Ohashi passed away about a, a month ago oh, yeah. as of today. So rest in peace to Junko. real, like legend uh i love japanese music as far as i know but um or at in in city pop a huge huge name um so i think it was is nice to hear yukika do one of her songs um but i again like i was trying to compare like i couldn't help but compare and i think the thing i was listening to was like Yukika versus Junko Ohashi's voice, which is also like a tough thing because I think just the timbre and the tone of Yukika's voice makes it a kind of a different sounding song than the when from the original. Um, I feel like she sounds younger, (laughs) or Yukika sounds younger than. Junko Ohashi. So I think it adds some youthfulness, um, but it feels a little different. <laughs> like, um, not really sure exactly, but uh, I don't know. It, it, it's, I, <laughs> I think the song is similar, but it's just, it doesn't, I, yeah, it's hard to match up, I would say. 
I, I one of this uh, another song that's very hard to beat for sure. Um, I would say they did a very faithful recreation of the instrument, like the arrangement mm-hmm. of the song. Like it sounds like if you re-recorded it um, again, or if you performed it live, like I was saying, because I again the clean cleanliness of all the tracks and everything, or uh, you know the instruments. But I I would agree with you about what your analysis of Yukika's voice but again when you've heard a song so many mm. times it's hard to like beat that song um, and I, I I would say if I could hear um, if I could hear Junko's um, vo- vocals with the arrangement for a Yukika's version I think I would I would really enjoy that because like I, I like how I, I, I think to kind of like piggyback off what you're saying, I really enjoyed how much more the original sounds like a like a like a jazz clubby like like a jazz singer type of timbre or like you know um, vocal styling um, when the Yukika's version very much sounds. I don't know, like mm-hmm. she's just singing it on Killing Voice or something like that, like or or um, um, yeah, yeah, Kayla, or, you know, like it's just like she's doing a cover of it as opposed to it sounding like it's her own version. Yeah, um, and so I, I think I, I will give it. I, I will t- tip my hat to Yukika, but I think again vocally, I really prefer that older voice sound mm. for sure yeah so yeah. but that's not to say i don't like this version again the instrumentals are great yeah it's just nice to hear a fuller version of the song and yeah i like um how we hear the bass a little more in the song in the beginning i do wish they kind of went a little bit closer to doing like a funkier bass or or the tone being a little closer to that style of bass they play on the older songs, but it, it's certainly fine here. Um, it's too like round, I think, on on this one. If I don't know if that's a normal descriptor of uh, bass, but unlike the funky one, it's always it's I don't know a little sharper. Um, yeah, but it, yeah, it's still. I think I like that we're hearing it more in, in this one at least yeah um okay so four great remakes we have i do want to quickly touch on the intro and the outro i want to hear those as real songs yeah truthfully those yeah those are great i i think i like the outro more um but it just sounds like i would love this kind of modern city pop to exist just just basically take the old genre and then just amplify it like crazy um and that's what this sounds like because it's just like instead of having like what four or five instruments it just sounds like there's just so much going on and it's just so like every single sound that you love hearing in a song like this it's in there um it really does get you in the mood and then the outro for sure makes you go like dang we're, we're already leaving like i want to go i want to go back i want to board this train again so um, did you like the intro more or did you like um, the outro more? I think I liked the... Hmm. 
I like the intro because it had vocals, but the, I, oh, yeah, I like the outro <laughs> a lot too because it had a lot of synth sounds on it. So I, I'm not, I maybe like just the intro just because it felt more like a half song, but I would really like a, a whole song of that because it felt original and new. Yeah. It's funny. It sounds like what they would play at the end of a concert when they're like, like the the artist is like leaving, yeah. and and then you're like, oh, encore, encore, and then then the encore happens, and then the outro is how they would like end um, the set or you know whatever the the concert or performance. But um, but yeah, all, all in all, I really love this album. What did you think? Like, I you- <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I think um, hmm. I, it's okay. You don't have to love it. I th- I will, I just feel like maybe there could have she could have tried to do lesser known Japanese songs. Yeah, I think you're right. I wonder what I would be curious to know if they were considering other songs or if she just really liked these and she wanted to do them. I mean that's fine, but I think when I wanted when I was like listening to it, the it was hard for me to prefer listening to it over the original knowing that there is an original but if it if she did a song and it was the first time for me hearing that song uh, of any version then maybe i would just like that because it was that's what primed me to like that song in the first place so right like i know that to me is the version the definitive version so (laughs) i think there's a bit of that especially with how great the originals are and then if you're not adding too much then I, I I'm not like it doesn't make it's I don't know it's it's not better but it's not bad it's just I don't have a preference I cannot it's hard to prefer it over the original um is it like an apples and oranges kind of thing you just like don't compare just like take this for what it is yeah and take the other original songs for like don't listen to them back to back is what I'm I think thinking. Was, yeah, I, I shouldn't have. Don't done don't that. suggest that. Just I, just treat this yeah. yeah, treat this as its own thing, so, and and then make another playlist yeah. for all the originals. And I, I yeah. think I think that's why I liked the. I think I liked the Korean songs that she picked because that was I, I agree. more yeah. like they felt newer Unknown. to me. And <laughs> yeah. I heard them for the first time. Um, yeah, so it is. A what we're good trying to say tune. is your mileage may vary with this I album. You either so. had never heard of these songs before and you love city pop and you will love this album, or if you if you're very familiar, yeah, yeah. I, you're still you're gonna like the songs just because they are the song. They're the same song. They don't do anything melodically different or add anything so it, it's gonna just you're gonna like the songs but I, I, I think it's just they don't add it, it doesn't feel so original um, yeah the way like you just, I don't know the way the YMCA cover felt like a totally new uh, <laughs> take on it um, so yeah I am I, w- I wish we would get more music from from Yukika, uh, 
but I, I, I'm, I'm like happy with, with this release. Um, and yeah, I don't know if you'd seen her covers of, uh, she did a Tomoko Aran song and then no, I didn't. she just sang like she was on live on like some live with her webcam and she sang plastic love for a little bit. So she, uh, she definitely knows what her fans like. And I think she must have a love for this music too. But, um, yeah, I certainly wish I, I would love to know what she does, if she's going to be an entertainer at all, or if she just kind of like yeah. become just a general member of the general public uh, and enjoy yeah. married life. Yeah, just go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'll flip the script. Um, we were kind of ready to do our last call. So instead of e- guessing each other's favorite, let's just guess Alan Mark's favorite song Ooh. you and i um do you i can go first i've already picked it out sure unless you need more time i think i know okay but you can go first M- okay my guess would be track number four a bit more i was gonna guess the what same you- one okay good okay so we'll find out yeah. i still need to go i still need to finish the episodes and figure out what my favorite songs from the <laughs> albums are from the uh spam subunit episodes oh, but right. alan mark if you're listening to this yeah. and you 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 thought this song then we win steven and i both win. yeah but you're right this does sound that sound like that sounds like the most alan mark song Ooh, yeah for sure. i wonder if any other like idols have covered this but i for some reason i feel like it could be like a red velvet version of this would be really good yeah <laughs> oh you're right you're right I, I would love to hear more red velvet city pop for sure um okay well that was kind of a you know not not your original not your normal format mm-hmm. for a how you can eat episode but i i would say we had a lot of fun nonetheless we mixed things up just like we, we remade a how you can eat episode <laughs> say you will yeah. um so uh, I, I I'll just I'll just throw it out there. Um, Stephen, do you want to say anything to Yukika, her career, anything else more? Otherwise, we'll close it up, close up shop. Um, uh, um I just I it's it's been a long career, and I am thankful for all the music that she's given us, including this album. I will find some time to play. Uh, this album on Extended Family. I've played Neon before, so she's okay. already made an appearance. Um, but I just remix it, I, mix in I the think original. That would to be the, the best way to do it. Just yeah. you'll hear a song in two languages, and again, that's what you, you hear that a lot uh, in that yeah. in that decade. So uh, yeah, I. And I hope she um, takes some time to, I don't know, rest or do whatever she wants to do. <laughs> uh, and um, again, just thanks for all the music. Perfect. I, I, I don't think I can add any more to that. So thanks, Stephen. All right. Um, thank you all so much for choosing to dine with us we really hope you enjoyed your stay you can catch more episodes of how you can eat on all your favorite podcast platforms you can follow us at how you can eat on twitter instagram and tiktok and of course you can suggest more city bob albums to steven 
at our email address, howyoucaneat at gmail.com. Uh, Stephen, that was a whole lot of fun. I, I, I miss our steak episode, so I'm really happy <laughs> yeah. we got to do a subunit. It's, it's very rare that Alan Mark gets to miss an episode. It's usually you and I. Especially <laughs> now, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, I'm also gone. Oh, sure. Uh, no, um, but yeah, I, I, I thank you for yeah. for joining. For, uh, there was no way we were not going to cover right. this, this album, so I'm really happy we did. Um, all right, so for Stephen and I, it's been our absolute pleasure being your leaders. So long, stay safe, and we'll see you next week. See ya.